This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. are about to listen to the Dr. Dahlia Show, sassy, stimulating medical talk radio. Any medical advice Dr. Dahlia Wax gives on her show should not be substituted for an actual visit to your medical provider. And now, here's Dr. Dahlia. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a loving you. All right, we are back on the Dr. Dahlia Show. Thank you all for tuning in. 1-877-DOCK-DALLI, 1-877-D-O-C-D-A-L-I. So if a minor commits a crime, how responsible should the parents be? Especially if the minor kills people. Well, a jury has found Jennifer Crumbly, mother of Ethan Crumbly, the Michigan school shooter, that killed four students at Oxford High School in November 2021, the jury has found the bomb guilty of involuntary manslaughter. Crumbly was found guilty of four counts of involuntary manslaughter in connection with the shooting for Madison Baldwin, 17 years old, Tate Meyer, 16, Justin Schilling, 17, and Hannah St. Juliana, 14 years old. The jury deliberated for 11 hours beginning on Monday morning, Sentencing is scheduled for April 9th. And Jennifer and James Crumbly, she and her husband, um, it's a unique case where the parents are being charged in connection with the shooting carried out by their kid. And I'm wondering if this is going to start to be a trend. And I know it's causing a lot of controversy, but when a child is asking for help and a child is not being properly cared for, Shouldn't there be some sort of ramifications and responsibility by the parents? Ethan Crumbly was 15 years old at the time of the shooting. He is sentenced to life in prison for killing the four students as well as injuring several others. He pleaded guilty to 24 charges, including first-degree premeditated murder and terrorism causing death. Now, the trial involving the parents... They, um, I think the father is also under trial as well, but they allegedly bought their son the gun that he used in the shooting, and they were guilty of failing to respond to warning signs exhibited by the shooter prior to the attack. School officials had called the crumbly parents to the school the morning of the shooting after finding violent drawings he had done on a school assignment. He was also caught searching online for bullets at school, watching shooting videos in class, and drawing other violent images on several other papers. School officials testified, now this is according to ABC News, that the parents chose not to take their son home, despite the school telling them to get him immediate help and offering them facilities that provided same-day mental health care services. The parents told the school they could not take him home that day because they both had to return to work and that if he left school, he would walk home and be alone. School officials who were worried about his mental health did not think it was a good idea for him to be left alone since they were concerned he could consider suicide. So the parents agreed that going back to class was the best thing for him until they could get him mental health care. 
Unfortunately, that's what I think he went to the bathroom, and then he got the gun, and then he started shooting children. Jennifer Crumbly and her attorney, Shannon Smith, argued that the school had been nonchalant during the meeting and never insisted he be taken home. During the trial, the CEO of the company where Jennifer Crumbly worked testified that she could have left work if she needed to care for her son, or she could have brought him back with her at, to the office. On the stand, Crumbly said that she would not that she would have been able to not return to work. In text messages she sent after the shooting, Jennifer Crumbly told a man she was having an affair with, longtime Fred Brian Maloach, that the shooting could have been prevented and that the school should not have allowed him to return to class. Ethan Crumbly's parents purchased him the gun as a gift. Tad taken him to the shooting range before the attack. Prosecutors argue that the parents never secured the gun or limited their son's access to it, which by law they were supposed to. Now, Jennifer Crumbly said it was her husband's job. And so they were kind of, well, he said, she said. And one of the arguments that her lawyer made was she didn't know guns very well. Well, then why was she a part of this? So she also argued that it was common for students to go hunting with guns. A school official testified that many seniors take prom portraits with their guns and that they often need to be reminded not to come to school with their guns during hunting season. So, you know, when when you look at this, you know, it's 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 frightening that anything like this could have happened. I mean, what, to me, the most frightening is you saw when he was drawing, you saw him say, help me in the drawings. I can't stop the thoughts. You know, now I find it odd that this never came up to the parents or the parents never saw any signs. And I, I we, we spoke about this a couple of years ago, how parents are naive and they think, well, my baby would never do that. They're my baby. I breastfed them. I gave birth to them. You know, they hugged me. They kissed me. They made a crayon card for me. You know, they they draw images. I, and, and, you know, interestingly, I had a, um, uh, by marriage, there was a nephew uh, who always liked the bad guys in the cartoon. So his favorite character wasn't Simba in Lion King. It was Scar. Instead of Aladdin the genie, it was Mufasa. No, 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 it was um, Jafar. And so he always liked the antagonist. Now, and I remember the parents going, do I have to be worried? And I'm like, are they violent? Do they have violent tendencies? Do they talk about killing? Do they, you know, and, and um, you know, if they even talked to a doctor about it. And, and the, the child was actually very well, um, uh, had very strong mental health. They just thought those characters were much more dynamic. And they were cool. But, you know, parents will get signs. And it's their job to investigate. And we're being told that the mom, you know, was in the middle of an extramarital affair and all that other stuff. And, you know, is she, is she responsible for manslaughter? Well, if she bought the weapon, she bought the weapon for a minor. And I understand, you know, there used to be shooting clubs in schools. There used to be, like in the 50s. You know, and they would pose with their guns. You know, children learned how to hunt. They learned how to set, you know, how to uh, start fires. They learned how to fish. And there's been some arguments that kids should learn how to feed themselves and support themselves if they had to and and fend for themselves. But it sounds like this child gave tons of warning signs. And if the parents were negligent, there is culpability. one eight seven seven doc dolly don't go away.
addictions can sneak up on us and come in many forms, whether it's drugs, alcohol, sex, video games, porn, or something less obvious, such as food, internet, or shopping. Addiction can seem innocent at first and then evolve into an insurmountable evil. In our book, Addiction Basics, Caitlin Kalikas and I dive into the common addictions and provide tips for identifying and preventing these before they sneak in and take over our lives. Addiction Basics can be found on Amazon or on my website, drdalia.com. Check it out. Dr. Dahlia here. Are you tired, gaining weight, burned out, stressed out? Well, how's your dopamine doing? Not sure? Then check out our book, Deploying Dopamine. How you feel right now, how you will feel an hour from now, how you will feel next week is completely reliant on our dopamine. Christian Kalikas and I created Deploying Dopamine, a book that tells you what dopamine is, when it dysfunctions, and how to successfully deploy dopamine when needed. So find Deploying Dopamine on Amazon or drdalia.com today. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline. Airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4535. That's 802-341-4535. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-430-1891 800-430-1891 800-430-1891 that's 800-430-1891 Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, veterinarian and naturopathic physician. The Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy with an important message. Take charge of your health. Do not continue to blindly follow the system that has failed us all. I appreciate GCN listeners because you're open-minded and intelligent. If our system is so great, why is it that the United States, the USA, ranks nearly 60th worldwide in longevity and number one in obesity? All the while, we spend more money than all the other countries combined annually on unnecessary health care procedures and toxic drugs. It doesn't take much to get on track, not with the government or pharmaceutical companies, but rather you in control of your own health with a basic understanding of nutrition and supplementation. FDI Longevity has the finest quality health, sports, and energy supplements available. GCN listeners are invited to join our team of people who want to stay healthy well into old age. We are currently looking for specialists to represent FDI Longevity and save America. To buy products at wholesale prices or join our business team, go to GCNteam.com. That's GCNteam.com. Support GCN. Get healthy. 
Radio? Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing to look at, no pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. <clears throat> okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream to the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. Cheering extras. Now, you want to try that on television? Well... You see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Show. Thank you all for tuning in. one eight seven seven doc dolly one eight seven seven D O C D A L I. Big thanks to Genesis Communications Network for making the show happen. Big thanks to Daniel Jason, I'm sorry, our producer, and big thanks to y'all for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Dr. Dahlia and on Facebook, the Dr. Dahlia Show. One of you asked if I knew what was going on with Chick-fil-A and them being forced to stay open on a Sunday. Um, I, uh, I, I tried to look into what's been going on. This is in New York. And apparently there's a bill requiring that food restaurants that operate in the state highways rest areas to be open every day of the week to allow those that are doing transit to have options to eat. Now, Chick-fil-A is open six days a week, but closed on Sundays for rest, to for people to go to church, for whatever um, you know, reasoning they have. I think Hobby Lobby also closes on Sundays, and many businesses do that because that's what the Bible, that's how they uh, interpret the Bible in terms of not being open, not working, and allowing, you know, uh, staff and everybody to be able to go to church or have rest, etc., cetera, uh, the Sabbath. And so Chick-fil-A is one of the very famous brands that's closed on Sundays. Apparently, there's a new law that could require them to stay open. Apparently, the bill says, while there is nothing objectionable about a fast food restaurant closing on a particular day of the week, service areas dedicated to travelers are inappropriate locations for such a restaurant. Chick-fil-A apparently operates at seven of the throughways 27 service areas. So the bill not only targets Chick-fil-A, but any other business that would close on a on a day of the week so um it excludes temporary concessions such as farmers markets you know if you if it's not seasonal and there's no farmers market they can't be forced to but if a company has a you know standing business they need to stay open now some republican lawmakers are pushing back against this bill south carolina senator lindsey graham called the proposal insanity 
He says it's a blatant violation of the company's constitutional rights, and we're not going to let that happen without a fight. The bill's sponsor is Assemblymember Tony Simone. And, um, you know, their argument is this is it's a busy time for travel. And that Chick-fil-A signed a 33-year contract with the highway system to be at those locations. Now, other people say, well, no, Chick-fil-A already factored that in. It was already, look, okay, we're closed on Sundays. So I think this might be for new locations, but it has been drawing a lot of criticism going, can laws make you violate your Sabbath? So... Some of us, our Sabbath is Saturday. Some of us, our Sabbath is Sunday. Some of us celebrate other holidays. Some might fast for Ramadan. Some might fast on Yom Kippur. Some might, you know, uh, be observing Lent. And so we have hoped that our employers and our bosses or our schools would understand that. You know, being Jewish... In you know a Christian nation, I understand that um, you know I might sometimes you know get uh, um, you know abilities or options to um, uh, you know uh, move the test or move. Uh, not always. In fact, when I was in training, I worked. They needed me to cover in the hospital. You did, and in the Jewish religion, you do have allowances to if you are a physician or if you are in a job that is saving people's lives. You know, because in, in Israel, they, whether it's a Sabbath or not, the hospitals are open. The pharmacies are open. I mean, if lives are at stake, the military is still on guard. Now, um, even though the 1973 Yom Kippur War was started by enemies of Israel on their holiest day of the year, the Israeli military was still ready. Now, and, and, and so, you know, but... When a company wants to honor the Sabbath, they should have every right to. And we used to be a country where things were closed down on Sundays. Now, you didn't always have restaurants open on Sundays. Everybody would go to church. People would do potluck. Now, they would do family time, community time. It wasn't about going to the restaurant or going to the movies it was, you know, all centered around, and it, it was kind of nice. You know, if you come to think of it, kind of forced you to eat home cooking and be around others, and you know. But things are different now. I live in Las Vegas, Nevada. We're a twenty-four-seven town. We have to have places open twenty-four-seven. People are leaving their shift at two a.m. at three a.m. Out, babies are delivered middle of the night. It's just, you know, so that's just how things are. And so, uh, you know, personally, if you have a company that is very consistent and they have a policy that Sundays they can't force staff to work. And you know, amazing how Chick-fil-A being closed one day a week, four days a month, 52 days a year, can still be one of the strongest performing restaurants. You know, I, when, when you look at business and we've had businesses, you know, I, I couldn't even think of closing down a day. And thinking that, that that would allow us to be financially solvent. It, it is. And when, when you stick to your guns, Hobby Lobby closing on Sunday, still very you know, popular and able to still do what they need to do. Well, um, I, I think it is important for there to be those options. Um, I know society is changing. We're used to things a lot more. 
we we got used to remote work that I boy we got used to that super quick such that one year later when companies said sorry you need to come back there's been a lot of pushback in fact l'oreal is now telling workers to come back to the office on fridays twice a month it's not even asking for every friday just twice a month and they're getting pushback at sap the largest software company in europe 100,000 workers have been asked to come back to the office three days a week starting in april apparently there's a big petition and a lot of blowback saying the company's being radical UPS is mandating people return to the office five days a week. Bank of America, we're being told, has sent warning letters to employees failing to return to the office. Amazon has a return to the office mandate. People get used to things pretty darn quickly. And then, you know, and we, I think we could find a balance between work-life balance and productivity. But the problem we're having is a few, a handful of people ruined it for the rest of them. I think there are some individuals that work very well remotely. I do. I'll work at 6 a.m. I'll work at 10 at night. I'll work on Christmas. I'll work having access to my computer. If work needs to get done, I get it done. But there's other people that while they're on the clock, making full salary, they're sleeping in. They're going shopping. They're hitting the gym. They're working a second job. Well, it's no wonder employers are getting ticked. If they're paying for you to work at 8 a.m. till 5 p.m. with an hour lunch, and you're sleeping in or going to the gym and all that, well, yeah, come back to work. That'll then solve that so they know they're not paying you for doing things that you're not supposed to be doing on the job. Would it be nice for you to be able to go to the gym while on the job? Yes, but as an employer, do I want to pay for you to go to the gym? No. Nobody's paying me to go to the gym. At, at some point, employers are like to hell with this. And that's what we're starting to see. And I think employers have a right, as long as it's not putting you know people's health at risk and it's for their betterment, it's for their salaries, I think jobs have a right to close down on a Sunday. If the person that they hire does not want to be religious, they don't have to. But the place is going to be closed, so the owners have that chance to, you know, owning a business. Even when I was on vacation, you were always bugged. The phone was always ringing, all that. And I remember talking to my husband about maybe we need to close down on the weekends. I didn't want to do that for the patients. But if we close down, then we aren't bothered on the Sabbath or vacation. Or we never did that because we're a medical office. But I can understand why corporate's like, I'd like us to know that Sunday is a quiet day. We're done. Anything that needs to be handled will be handled when we're open. But also if an employer says, look, we're not getting the productivity. People are not working when they're at home. Or they're double dipping. getting to. I, I know of a person who told a new job that he has to work from home. And he was getting full salary from both jobs. But, yeah, if I was the employer, I'd be ticked. One eight seven seven Doc Dolly, don't go away.
Most folks don't realize this fact. Our country is only four missed meals away from chaos, and those meals can vanish fast. In a national emergency, fragile supply chains break down and will wipe grocery store shelves clean in a matter of hours. Before this happens, there's something you should do today. Let's stock up on emergency food storage. My Patriot Supply is the company millions of American families trust for their emergency supplies. You should, too. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each kit contains delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and other survival necessities. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship the same day, fast. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. Those who know what's coming, prepare before the chaos starts. MyPatriotSupply.com USA News Update. The special counsel's inquiry into President Biden's management of classified materials raising concerns about his cognitive acuity. So much so that Republican Rep. Claudia Tenney now wants the cabinet to explore the Constitution's 25th Amendment to remove President Biden from office following that report that described him as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Senator Chris Murphy, a Democrat from Connecticut, dealing with backlash from saying that illegal immigrants are the people we care about most and referring to undocumented Americans. That comment went viral, people calling it an oxymoron, others saying this was Murphy admitting the Democratic Party's honest view on the issue. Corey Myers, USA News. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom! And then gets more specific. Mom, I want pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We want pizza! You see, advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight! GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. 
ShopSuperTea.com. We are back on the Dr. Dahlia Show. Thank you all for tuning in. 1-877-DOC-DALI, 1-877-D-O-C-D-A-L-I. So to eat the eggs or not eat the eggs? To egg or not egg? That is the question. So people have been debating whether eggs for breakfast is a good thing or a bad thing. And I'm mixed. Because if you're going to be eating sweetened cereal, and you're going to be eating a lot of crap, yet you're going to make yourself like an egg white frittata and use that egg as a source of protein so you're not eating sugar, then I don't mind it. But if you're taking the eggs and buttering them up and mixing them with corned beef hash and bacon and drippy grease and covering it with cheese, probably not the best move. Well, you all have heard my opinion. What are some other opinions? So Microsoft Start Health has some expert opinions from nutritionists. And so here's what they say. According to Cassia Mueller, she says it depends on who you are, your physical condition, age, lab tests, and lifestyle. An athlete has different protein needs than a sedentary individual. If you have a familial hypercholesterolemia, meaning um, a, a genetic tendency to high cholesterol, you have to have restrictions on the yolk. So she says each person is individual and is allowed a unique amount in per day. But in general, if you're whole healthy, adults or children, you can consume two to three eggs per day without risk. Now, that's according to one nutritionist. She has a bachelor of nutrition. Another who is a postgraduate in nutritional support, Bachelor of Nutrition, and is from Argentina, is Maria Maria Ariente. She says healthy people could leave up to live uh, eat up to seven eggs a week without affecting their heart health. You can choose to eat only the egg white and not the yolk. That provides protein without the cholesterol. Another nutritionist, a doctorate in nutrition, PhD, from Brazil, Livia Dixon Chen. So as a person can consume one egg a day, seven eggs a week without this being considered excessive consumption. Moderate consumption is important to prevent the development of problems related to excessive consumption of eggs. So you look at that consensus and they basically say you're going to have an egg a day. Now, as you can see, they don't say to mix it with cream in your coffee, with bacon, with a big thing right now is like avocado toast, some fiber some avocado that has vegetable and healthy fats. But the average person that eats eggs doesn't eat one egg. Have you ever, you know, scrambled up one egg? Almost looks like it fits a tablespoon. When I go to a breakfast restaurant, which is rare, it looks like there's three or four eggs on the dish. So, you know, there's regular size eggs, there's extra large eggs. So we don't really have necessarily a number. We know that eggs provide protein, provide nutrients, provide vitamins. And we need to figure out what we could do that provides us uh, sustenance, protein, and feeling full. 
the mornings we oftentimes can get hungry, some of us. Some of us don't eat at all, and then we get hungry at night. But for those of us that get hungry in the mornings, having sugary cereal is one of the worst things you could do. You get a sugar spike, and then the sugar drops. And so we recommend protein. These breakfast sandwiches that they sell at fast food, you need to be careful because many of them are buttered up. There's a lot of butter. There's also a lot of grease and fat from the Canadian bacon or the bacon or the sausage they add to it. Then you have the bread, which is carbs that also have butter on it. So you you think, well, I'm eating an egg, but you're eating stuff that has a lot of extra junk with it that you might not necessarily need. Now, you know, have I had an occasional egg McMuffin? Yes. Do I love it? Yes. But those are pretty caloric. They're pretty fattening. And they're getting smaller and smaller, if you notice. I remember getting really, really full because a breakfast sandwich was huge. Well, now that I jack in the box, I was at Jack in the Box recently this last year, and I only maybe eat one breakfast sandwich a year from Jack in the Box because I'm not a big breakfast sandwich eater because I try to eat at home. And I remember seeing, and this isn't for all franchises, but their croissant used to be, you know, maybe the size of my hand. Now it's only the size of my palm. This shrinkflation. It's starting to really change, you know, the sizes of things so that you're getting less food for more price. And so maybe less calories. So some people go, well, look, I'm getting this little breakfast sandwich. It barely fits on the palm of my hand. I think we do need to train ourselves to eat smaller portions. But oftentimes somebody goes, well, it's so small that I could have two because I used to eat two. So, yeah, it everybody's right. It really is individualistic. You need to understand your risk factors. You need to understand what your cholesterol is, what your lipoprotein A is, your VLDL, your LDL, your HDL. You need to understand what your lipid panel looks like and what it means. You should also have tests to see how clogged your arteries could be. You know, there's uh, um, basic EKGs that look at how your body doesn't rest while you're lying there. If there's some significant, it's fascinating how an EKG is. I have an EKG from the 50s or the 40s as part of my collection. But it basically reads the electricity coming from the heart. And if your heart is damaged or has certain issues, there's a very predictable wave pattern to that uh, voltage such that we know something's wrong. So we watch the voltage and it's a very uh, unintrusive, um, uninvasive way of looking at the heart. The only thing is, is it doesn't tell us everything. I've had people with normal looking EKGs that still had blockage, blockages. So how to not miss those is we may have you exercise and do a stress test. Have you walk or run on a treadmill? So we could see what's happening with your heart. And we have your arteries start to constrict. Because when you exercise, you vasoconstrict. If we see that then, the you have abnormal waves of electricity uh, or abnormal um, signs you know, that show that you might be restricting blood flow to the muscle, which would manifest in a change in voltage. Then we know that something's happening when you're exercising. 
Some of you can't exercise because of your knee or hip, and you can't get your heart rate to where we need it to be to really make sure that we know where you're at. So we'll do a um, chemical stress test where we put a medication into you that helps raise your heart rate while we're watching you. And some people say, I don't get it. I walk all the time. Why do I have to almost run? Or why do I have to get my heart rate so high? Well, if you've ever had your blood pressure tested, you notice they keep squeezing it and keep squeezing it, and then they let it go until they could finally start to hear the beats. Okay, We have to see your upper limit. Yeah, it, may, it does you no good to just, you know, test you or stress you to the point where you might be having a nightmare. We need to know that if you ever did have to run from, you know, a shooter, can you make it? So we try to reproduce extreme athletic activity to see if your heart can handle it, which I think all athletes should be doing. Because we see these athletes, you know, faint or drop on a field. Did they have a stress test? Could their hearts handle it? So that's why we do that. And then if the stress test, we don't think the stress tests are telling us what we need to, we could shoot dye into your, um, administer dye into the vessels, take pictures, see if there's blockages that way. And we could do CAT scans to look at the uh, calcium placking. But there's a lot of things we could do. We could do an ultrasound of your heart. There's We could do monitors that watch you when you sleep. You'll pick up readings. We we underestimate that our hearts have been beating since our fetal life. And we really need to be aware of what we have before we make decisions on how much eggs we eat. One eight seven seven Doc Dolly. Have you heard the warning from the dead doctors don't lie guy? I'm talking about Dr. Joel Wallach. He says if you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol or high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, or other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. That's what he says. He has a free lecture revealing what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in this free lecture called Deadly Recipe. You want it free? Call them toll-free at 855-79-YOUNG. You ready? 855-79-YOUNG. Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy says there's no reason why we shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. Fantasy football season is coming, but sadly, too many of you are taking the bench while the country takes part in one of the most exciting and lucrative industries out there. Don't know how to play, huh? Well, huddle up and listen. Sports analyst Paul Kalikas and I have written a fantasy football pocket guide for beginners. This book walks you through the basics and shows you how simple and lucrative joining and creating a fantasy football team can be. Read our Fantasy Football Pocket Guide for Beginners found on Amazon or follow the links on Twitter and Facebook. That's Fantasy Football Pocket Guide for Beginners. It's time you get into the action. Dr. Dahlia here. Are you tired, gaining weight, burned out, stressed out? Well, how's your dopamine doing? Not sure? Then check out our book, Deploying Dopamine. How you feel right now, how you will feel an hour from now, how you will feel next week is completely reliant on our dopamine. 
Christian Kalikas and I created Deploying Dopamine, a book that tells you what dopamine is, when it dysfunctions, and how to successfully deploy dopamine when needed. So find Deploying Dopamine on Amazon or drdalia.com today. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now, before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. February is heart month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Show. Thank you all for tuning in. one 877 docadali So some of you are wondering, where does our Medicaid money go? Do we have enough of it? Do we need more? 
is it fine what they're doing in California to use it for migrants or homeless or so uh, the Medicaid money there the Medicaid program is supposed to offer government assistance with medical expenses to those with low incomes it's state run in at least 20 of those states some of the funds are being allocated to social services including housing support for the homeless which does count as you know for public health measures but obviously there's you know some concern um if there's not enough medicaid dollars who's getting it and they are they legal citizens and all sorts of other uh controversy so fox news says some tout the move as a means of alleviating the health conditions that could arise from poor living conditions which are not wrong and others say that the funding is not going to solve the underlying homeless crisis it should be on the feds to help with the homeless crisis and stop allowing there to be more people that come into this country and become homeless so i see all sides and we're gonna run out of money soon the federal government oversees the medicaid program but each state is allowed to set its own benefits and eligibility requirements so according to mark samuels founder and ceo of advi health a healthcare and life sciences advisory and consulting services firm headquartered in D.C., states have broad flexibility in their Medicaid programs to create a program that is unique. In general, states look to aid in housing on a temporary basis in an effort to focus on social determinants of health population-based issues around serious mental illness or substance abuse disorders and those with disabilities or receiving long-term care, high-risk pregnancy, and a history of homelessness. So there has been some concern that people who have cancer and conditions that befell them that was of no fault of their own can't access funds that are going to those that are abusing drugs now addiction can also be beyond your control as we've spoken about but the conversation is going to come where who deserves which which um benefits there's been many people saying that if you smoked sorry that was on you if you ate junk food and you became obese and you got diabetes and now you need a leg amputated or you need renal care like dialysis that's on you and as a doctor we don't go by that adage we don't go by that sort of narrative because we understand that that we all make choices some of us made choices to live in a city with pollution versus not. Are you going to deny them care for their lungs or their asthma care? Yeah, it, you you could blame anybody for anything. But when the money starts to get tight, people aren't going to say we got to triage it. We already triage organs. Who deserves the organ? A young kid? You know, who deserves the liver, the new liver? A young child? that's never drunk alcohol or somebody who is addicted to alcohol well the liver if it is a good match will probably go to the kid so they do do triaging but now there's going to be a lot more concern over who gets it a migrant now somebody who is not working not paying taxes didn't support you know the city it's it's it, this could be very ethically convoluted now fox news says there's 20 states today that cover housing support services under their medicaid program this according to the national academy of state health policy 
Five states, Arizona, California, New York, Oregon, and Washington, have received approval from the federal government to cover short-term housing assistance through their Medicaid program using a specific type of waiver from the federal government called a Section 1115. So they have a little bit more flexibility. They could offer this type of coverage through a program called Money Follows the Person. The program facilitates rebalancing states, long-term care services, and supports from institutional to community-based care. California, back in 2022, Governor Gavin Newsom announced a $12 billion five-year plan to revamp their Medicaid, called Medi-Cal, to include a range of social services outside the scope of medical care. Housing deposits, moving costs, rent. Nearly all of the state's public and private managed health insurers participating in Medi-Cal will now help cover housing-related expenses. In September 2023, the Oregon Health Authority submitted a proposal for expanded Medicaid benefits that would include six months of rent assistance. If approved, the housing support would be available starting November 2024. Arizona's Medicaid program, the Arizona Healthcare Cost Containment System, also offers funds for a limited number of housing units for members. Arkansas, Massachusetts, Hawaii, New Jersey, Washington also have launched Medicaid initiatives to target homelessness. Last month, New York approved a Medicaid expansion to include housing support. So housing is going to be a big discussion. We've had seniors begging for housing support because they need home health. Many of them, they need um, assisted living. And seniors have kind of gotten the shaft. And I've been an advocate that we do need to look at the home hospital. Um, uh, you know, providing safe places for people to live and get care. You know, the average senior can't afford it and has to live with a family member. And these family members are very ill-equipped to take care of their loved one. And then the loved one ends up being dumped into a state nursing home. We need to have a better system. The problem is, is we're having fewer and fewer people pay taxes and more and more people needing the aid. Something's got to give. We used to have very strict rules. You couldn't get unemployment unless you proved that multiple bosses said, sorry, no job. You know, now we have, it's a hiring frenzy. You know, I mean, people need staff, but we have individuals saying, sorry, can't get a job, and they're on unemployment. With our food and food stamps, you used to get food stamps that could only be used on certain things. You used to get food directly, the actual eggs, the meat, the milk. Now there's these carts. And in New York, they want to give migrants $1,000 a month for their family to go to bodegas and supermarkets and things like that. Well, that's nice, but where's the money coming from? We need individuals to work, pay taxes, support themselves, get off the country dime, and be contributing so that we have money for poor people or for individuals that can't take care of themselves. And I'm hearing from very healthy, young, strapping individuals that they figured out how to work the least amount of hours to still get state funds. That's a problem. Everybody in my family worked until the day they died. My mom is 79 and she's still working full time. We're trying to contribute. And I'm glad to contribute. I want to help others. But if there are individuals that can work and pay taxes, we need you to work and pay taxes. And I get it. I get it. At some point, 
it's it's worth it to not work because you could get so much money from the state. But we need to reevaluate that. When I heard that the Tsarnev brothers who did the Boston Marathon bombing were on welfare and you saw how strapping, especially the older brother was, he was a boxer. You're telling me he's disabled, he can't work? What the hell's going on? We're supporting future terrorists? So housing being a part of Medicaid funds, I understand that. Because it doesn't make any sense for somebody to be outside in the cold or heat, get sick, and then we have to pay for them in the hospital. But our seniors need housing. Our veterans need housing. We need more tax dollars. And we need more able-bodied people to still work. one 877 If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay heating pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay heating pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. 